Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Aliens, demons, and rapture. Hmm. You know, I've written about this subject on numerous occasions, and I have a number of links in the transcript that can direct you to those articles. It's important to understand what the Bible says is factual concerning demons and Satan. Too many Christians, however, go beyond what God has provided, and they desire to look intently into these areas directly. That's not good because it tends to give honor to the fallen angels and it allows the Christian to be attacked. Now, if you do seek more information in that realm, please tread carefully, bathed in prayer, and only if you firmly believe God would have you gain more insight into that area, but not by direct involvement ever. Now, one of the ways we can learn what the quote-unquote ascended masters that I've talked about before, which are nothing more than demons in disguise, what we can learn about what they teach people who are open to their lies and deception is by reading what leaders within the New Age movement today teach or have taught. Now, as I've noted in several articles on the early church, uh, that series there, much of what is taught today as New Age is merely reworked Gnosticism that directs acquisition of higher knowledge from ascended masters that brings people through the ranks of the spiritual realm. Ultimately, they're told that they can become true gods. Now, this, of course, can take numerous lifetimes, hence the need for reincarnation, they tell us, but will ultimately bring about the needed changes in the person, so they're promised, and ultimately, the changes will also occur throughout this earth because of that. Now, since these people are hearing from ascended masters who have already allegedly gone through the process and now speak from the spiritual realm, sure, what's not to believe, right? It's all spiritual fakery, of course, as the goal of Satan and his fallen angels is to gain as many followers as possible before Satan and those same fallen angels stand before God in final judgment and are directed to their final place of torment. Satan knows he cannot win and he wants to take as many human beings as possible with him to his place of torment. This is solely due to Satan's abject hatred of people, human beings, whom God created in his own image, unlike Satan, who was not created in God's own image. But before that day happens, he has a lot of work to do to achieve the promises he first made in both Isaiah 14 as reflected in Ezekiel 28. You'll recall Satan promised to ultimately, quote, be like the most high. That's that's his goal, which means that he has every intention of becoming God Almighty. Fat chance, but those are his absurd, egomaniacal desires. Now, God is willing to allow Satan to at least try as hard as he can to fulfill his egomaniacal promises. Go for it, he says. And to that end, as we have discussed before, God will allow Satan to bring his entire world, this entire world together in a final globalized government over which he will rule through his human son, spiritual son, Antichrist. But the problem is Satan has a huge problem. 
Before this can occur, something needs to happen. And that problem is the fact that God's church, Christ's bride, is standing in the way. Now, as I've also stated often, no one knows the exact day or time that the coming tribulation will officially start, nor do we know when the rapture will occur. Specifically, stay away from those who think they know. We only know the event, for instance, that will kick off the tribulation period. We do not know on what particular calendar day it will occur until it actually does. And because of that, it seems clear to me that as we are seeing occur throughout society now, things are ramping up to that point. I cannot tell you what the actual tipping point will be, though. I have no clue. I can only surmise and put everyone on notice that things will likely progressively worsen this year in 2024 and into the future. I'm sure many things need to fall into place before the actual tipping event that ushers in the tribulation occurs. I don't know what all of them, all those individual events will be, though, and neither does anyone else this side of the spiritual realm. Satan does not even know. God has kept things close to his chest for a very good reason. The only reason Satan might know more than we do is because of the activity that he actually sees in the spiritual realm. But that only provides him with indicators, not absolute, concrete, specific knowledge. Now, I firmly believe that one of the things that needs to occur before Satan is released and allowed to do his worst is what the New Age calls the coming great evacuation. I've written about this before. Links are in the transcript. It basically started with George Van Tassel in the 1940s and 50s and was continued by other leaders like Barbara Marciniak in the 1980s and 90s in the New Age movement. Here is a quote from the Ashtar Command, which highlights the same thing that Barbara Marciniak was talking about in the 1990s. The people involved in this group believe that they are in touch with actual alien entities who have provided them with insight into the future because they come from the future. Here's the quote. The Ashtar Command, Project World Evacuation, 1993. Quote, our rescue ships will be able to come in close enough in the twinkling of an eye to set the lifting beams in operation in a moment. And all over the globe where, where events warrant it, this will be the method of evacuation. Mankind will be lifted, levitated, shall we say, by the beams from our smaller ships. These smaller craft will in turn taxi the persons to the larger ships overhead, higher in the atmosphere, where there is ample space and quarters and supplies for millions of people, unquote. Well, then they go on to tell us the following information, quote, although these messages of the coming earth changes and ascension of planet earth given by the Ashtar command in the 1980s through Tuella, an individual who's really Thelma Terrell, they have since been long delayed in their outcome, mainly through the strong efforts of the forces of darkness to eliminate or postpone the event. The instruction and program contained therein remains largely unchanged and applicable to the now fast approaching times of final cleansing, unquote. Now, that's interesting. We'll go back to that in a minute. Barbara Marciniak, a leader within the New Age movement, shares her insight into the same phenomenon. She says this, quote, The people who leave the planet during the time of Earth changes do not fit here any longer, and they are stopping the harmony of Earth. 
When the time comes that perhaps 20 million people leave the planet at one time, there will be a tremendous shift in consciousness for those who are remaining, unquote. Now notice the message from aliens regarding earth changes and ascension of the planet, the second quoted paragraph I mentioned up there, it's given to Tuella. They note that everything, quote, have since been long delayed in their outcome, mainly through the strong efforts of the forces of darkness to eliminate or postpone the event, unquote. Well, interesting. And just who or what are these forces of darkness? Well, I gather that that would be us Christians, folks. It's the church. Funny, isn't it? That a group of human beings called Christians can keep supposedly brilliant and highly advanced aliens from the future from bringing about the changes they seek on earth allegedly for everyone's benefit as well as the earth's? The actual truth is that these aliens, demons, have no clue about when they will be allowed to make the changes to earth they seek, when they will be given the go-ahead. So, Christians are the scapegoats. These aliens, demons, are not God. They are fallen creatures, finite and limited, so they are clueless and must wait for the right time. And in the meantime, they make excuses. Notice Barbara Marciniak's verbiage as well when she talks about the people who leave the planet and do so because they do not fit here any longer and they are stopping the harmony of the earth, unquote. Interesting, isn't it? Now, of course, she has a number of things wrong because she's getting her information from Satan's minions. It's probably going to be far more than 20 million people who are offloaded or taken from the earth. And at one point, she refers to Christians later on. I didn't quote this, but she refers to Christians as the ones who will be leaving the planet. Why? Well, because she refers to us as the malcontents and those who are stopping this earth, Gaia, from advancing to the next spiritual plane. In effect, what she is saying is that the very presence of authentic Christians on earth is powerful enough to keep things from progressing the way the ascended masters and new agers believe the earth should progress. Isn't that interesting? Supposedly Christians are keeping things from happening and we're also the forces of darkness. So apparently we in God, in Christ, have much more power than these aliens. So what this ostensibly means is that Satan cannot have his final kingdom and all its demonic glory in place as long as the church remains here. This particular message is repeated throughout New Age material, not only from those I mentioned above. This is just like Satan. He shares the quote-unquote truth to a point with his devoted followers that the world cannot progress until authentic Christians are gone physically. The New Age calls it the great evacuation. The Bible refers to it as being caught away in the rapture. Satan is actually admitting his limitations as long as the church remains here on earth. Why? Well, because as Paul tells us, the Holy Spirit acting through the church, the body of Christ, is the restraining influence on this world. 2 Thessalonians 2, period. Satan cannot overcome that because he cannot overcome God, the Holy Spirit. It is as simple as that. He is powerless against him, the Spirit, 
And the only way he will be able to fully install his, Satan's final one world order over which he will rule through his spiritual son, Antichrist, is by having to wait until God removes the church from this world. And then hell will empty out onto the surface of this world. It's not so much that the church will be removed to save Christians from the tribulation, though I certainly believe that that is part of it. The church must be removed because the Holy Spirit will then no longer have that body of believers to work through in restraining evil throughout the earth. This does not mean that God gives up control. He still maintains control, but he will not have the body of believers called the church to work through in restraining the evil throughout this world as it does now. Now, once the church is removed and the restrainer's influence is moved aside, it will then and only then be that Satan will be allowed to move forward and he will take to that like a racehorse out of a gate, as fast as a racehorse can be. Think about this. They still have to stand and wait until the gate opens in front of them. Once it opens, they are literally off and running. That will be Satan, because once the church is gone, that will be his cue to do his worst. When reading through the book of Revelation, it is clear that Satan is up to the task. However, he will still lose Because though his desire is to be God, he is not God, and he never will be God. He is a finite, created being, more powerful than us, but finite and limited nonetheless. Now remember, Noah and his family and animals went into the ark before God's judgment fell onto the earth. Lot also was removed from his area before God's angels could destroy Sodom and Gomorrah in God's judgment. In both cases, though, life on earth had become extremely corrupt and difficult for righteous people. However, God's actual judgment, his wrath, did not begin to flow until his own were safely out of the way. We need to remember that. This year will likely bring many changes to this world, An article by Greg Reese from the Reese Report highlights numerous false flags that he believes have occurred over the decades. I've got that linked in the transcript. He believes another one is needed that will cause Russia to use nuclear warheads against the United States. Here's a quote. Professor Stephen Starr, associate of the New Age Peace Foundation, was recently on Russia's Soloviev Live, where he discussed a plan being suggested by NATO forces in Germany that stinks of a plan for a false flag operation to usher in World War III. They have suggested a scenario wherein Russia sinks an American cruiser in the Black Sea, followed by the United States attacking Russia ships with nuclear warheads, which would then be followed by a Russian nuclear strike against NATO headquarters and a major U.S. nuclear attack on all of Russia. They suggested more than 3,000 strikes within one hour and the destruction of all major cities in Europe and the United States. Professor Starr said this would result in 150 million tons of smoke and soot that would block out 70% of the sunlight in the Northern Hemisphere and last about 10 years, unquote. 
Well, I don't know about you, but that sounds not only possible, but probable to me because that's where this world seems to be heading. Will it happen? Only God knows if and when it will happen. Frankly, what controllists are working toward reminds me of specific judgments to occur inside the coming tribulation. I could be wrong. I don't know, though. Some could occur this side of it. Maybe this is why globalists are building, busy building massive underground bunkers to save themselves. They may know something the rest of us are just not privy to. Maybe it is time to start looking up and make sure that we are more about the Father's business than at any other time in history. Thanks so much for joining me, and I pray until we meet again, God would open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in Him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 